You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello and welcome to another episode of Travel Talk Weekly. This is show number 57, original air date, November 10th, 2020. With it still being hard to travel, unfortunately, especially outside of the U.S., we thought we would share a different way to travel this week from the comfort of your own home. Plus, if you had a cruise canceled, we have some great ideas for replacement vacations. Yeah, and some examples too. You know, I just realized there's a tropical storm coming up through the middle of Florida, and it's really windy. Here I in know. Every now and then, you may hear a big wind gust, and it is very, very windy. Just this past week, we took our own advice. We are heading back to Mexico on November 30th for a four-night stay at Club Med Cancun. And although we have stayed with Club Med before, both in their Florida resort and three of their ski resorts in France, we've never been with them in the Caribbean. So this will be a first time. And another thing that makes this different is that this time we're visiting the Yucatan Peninsula. And this that is a first for us. Wow. So we got a, a double first. Is that a thing? Maybe a triple. How about flying direct to Cancun from Tampa? Oh, yeah. So that, love that. Thank that you, is Jeff one Blue. thing that makes this trip really exciting. And one of the reasons why we did choose Cancun is JetBlue is starting up later this month. Those nonstop flights to Cancun from Tampa. Yay. No Miami. Yeah, we really do not like connecting in Miami because number one, the amount of money we'd spend at the bar, is that's a checked bag right there. I know, right? <laughs> and for this trip, we're not checking any bags. We were talking with some of our Disney super fans over on Facebook, and one company and one bag in particular kept coming up. It's a bag from eBags. They are not a sponsor, although if you know anybody at eBags, you can you know maybe give us a hookup, even though we already bought the bags. And it's called <laughs> the Motherload Junior Travel Backpack. One of our biggest weaknesses when we do travel is our inability to pack in small bags. Which cost us a lot of money on our honeymoon. We were bringing like oh, each had three bags. It was ridiculous. <laughs> now, a few people, though, they were telling us in our in our super fans group how they can pack for two weeks with this backpack. And the best part is the size makes it so it's only considered a personal item, which is really good for some airlines. I mean, we'll be good on JetBlue. So even though it's not even a carry-on size, this is a personal bag size, and we're still going to try to each just pack one each. Worst case scenario, we will bring one carry-on. I know, you keep defaulting to that. I'm like, we no, don't need the crutch. We got to try it. To, in, I don't want to come back after the trip and tell our friends here that, okay, we brought a carry-on. So that's just a, that's just <laughs> okay, a you're just being preemptive. Okay, I got that. Yes, very excited to try and do this trip. Again, it's only a four-night trip. So we'll keep you posted on that, plus a whole podcast covering that resort, Club Med Cancun, and that will come out on December 8th. Another thing that we both just got, and we already have those, was the eBags Park It Flat Toiletry Bags. We'll tell you more on that bag as well. I've been using the same toiletry bag for over a decade. It's just, you know, I get I home. think we've replaced it one time. One time? Okay. Yeah, we did replace it one time. Because, you know, with a lot of use, they wear out. Yeah, I would just get home from a trip, hanging on the shower door, you know, take out what I needed and just it always just hangs there. Yeah. And last week we talked about having your go bag ready to go. So we're going to actually go and stock up and make sure we have a complete second set because there are a few things in each of our bags that we were, when we were doing our show last week, I was like, you know what? We're still, we don't have a duplicate of that. So this is going to be the perfect go bag second set of everything. Yes, it is. 
A while ago, when the quarantine was just starting back in March and April, we talked about armchair traveling. And what that is, it's watching TV shows about travel from your armchair, or in our case, our dual reclining love seat. And we have one show in particular that has become one of our guilty pleasures. And I have no idea who came up with that term, but it definitely seems right for this topic, guilty pleasure. It's like this. I like it, but I'm not sure if I should tell people that I like it. I know, right? <laughs> and that show is Below Deck and its sister show or spinoff, Below Deck Mediterranean. It's on Bravo, which I must say has some of the stranger, if not the strangest shows on cable TV. But for some reason, this one had us hooked pretty fast. And I think it was the topic. Yeah, well, it's all about the world of super yachts and the guests and the crew on board, mostly the crew life, those super yachts pretty, pretty cool. And although they do go to exotic places around the world, this is pretty much all about life on board and the profession of yachting. The crew are referred to as yachties. And having some background on what it takes as we do to produce our TV show, I find this show very intriguing because there are cameras mounted all around the ship and yet we rarely see any of the production crew. Yeah, they hide pretty good. And they even have special low light cameras that are mounted in the crew staterooms and they are running 24 seven. And that creates some very awkward shots. So if you ever have this question rolling around in your head, I wonder what the yachties wear to bed. This show will definitely answer that question. And it's crazy because in a lot of the shots, they can't hide all the cameras, but some like in particular, there's one or two, actually two, that are mounted in the ceiling of the kitchen, the galley. And they're painted white, of course, so they don't stand out. And one thing I would love to see, I'd love to see where the production crew is, because they have to be watching these cameras all the time. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just let them roll, and then they just, when they're in post, something happens. Who knows? Who knows? Somebody's probably watching them. Season one was in the Caribbean, and it first aired in July of 2013. And now they're currently on season eight that just kicked off this past month. Yeah, so I think that kicked off on November 2nd. Okay, so this month. Then. It not is. Not the yep, past month. Not the past month, this month. And the first five seasons were all filmed in the Caribbean. And the sixth season, starting in 2018, I think it was, they yes. filmed it. Now they were over in Tahiti and then over to Phuket, Thailand last year. And I do remember you and I being in Vegas. And there was a beer called Phuket, although I didn't think it was pronounced that way. <laughs> and it's like, now the beer is, sometimes you just have to say Phuket, <laughs> which is a place in Thailand. Now for this season, they did move back to the Caribbean. And why is this a fun travel topic? Well, even though it's only partially about travel, I mean, the crew members have become super famous. So you got, you have Captain Lee. And he's his like social media has been blowing up. It's he crazy. He's a rock star right now. You got yep. Captain Sandy and Below Deck Mediterranean. Yep. The captains are great. You got a couple of the the chief stews that are super the popular. The famous one would be Kate Chesting. Yes. But again, we're not going to give you the whole. Cast no, we're not going to do the whole casting stuff. I even have a Facebook friend who is on one, if not two, of their episodes, and she was saying that what you see on the show is real for the most part. It is not scripted. They just follow you around. And from a guest perspective, they just get you liquored up and let the cameras roll. I know, it is right? hilarious. <laughs> and another thing that's really unique about this show is that the the yachties, the crew members, and the guests are all mic'd up with body packs, with wireless lavalier yeah. mics. And that's really interesting. And you will uh, catch them having to bleep out quite a few words. Yeah, every now and then, for sure. So what makes this a fun way to travel by watching shows like Below Deck? Well, it's really fun to see where the mega rich like to travel and how unbelievably fall falling down drunk that they get. And I mean, 
they are spending tens of thousands of dollars on these short. They're all just like a three-day, two-night yeah, three cruise. Day, two night, yeah. And for the life of me, I'm like, why would you do something so short and then be drunk the entire time? My instant response is because they can. But even if I had that much money, I would not. Well, the good news is, is they don't have to remember what they did on vacation because the whole thing is being filmed and they can just watch the show. One guest in particular stands out to me because he's actually very famous, especially around here in Tampa Bay area. And that is baseball player Johnny Damon. And I'm pretty sure he finished his career here in Tampa Bay with the Rays. If not, maybe one more team, but I'm pretty sure he finished it here. Anyway, he was on there two different times and they have like a whole baseball team full of kids. I mean, they have like 10 oh, kids. Oh yeah, they have it's, a gazillion kids. Yeah. And he and his wife were on there with a couple of their friends. He got black out drunk and his wife is the kind of person who wants to start a fight with everyone not even to have johnny back her up she's a little feisty gal i will say that their kids have to be totally embarrassed now i can say <laughs> this exact same kind of behavior if he was still playing in the major leagues probably would have got him suspended yeah probably it's probably their code of conduct clause you can't be that falling down drunk in public on film yeah no it was crazy so you get a lot of the added story and drama of the crew and that's really where the crazy stuff happens because you get to see them you know charter after charter and the whole season like the charter season is like five or six weeks so they might have you know eight or nine or ten different charters of you know the three day two night with a couple days off but i cannot believe what they say on camera about the guests now it'd be different if the guests you know they came on for free you know the average tip i would say for that three day two night cruise would be about maybe between 17 to eighteen thousand dollars. so even if that's the only thing they paid and they gave them the cruise for free which they do not i can't believe like they must have to agree um just you know we're gonna talk crap about you all the time when this show airs you'd be like um okay (laughs) which that alone should tell Johnny Damon not to get that hammered. Hey, he has a good time, though. Oh, yes, he does. But I like watching it for not just the drama, but also the destinations. And here's something I like to do when we're watching shows like this, any travel show, really, is I like to pull out my iPad or my iPhone and pull up the map and then find out exactly where they are in the world because they will show some key markers or they'll like have a sign from the marina. They'll tell you what cities they're in, too. Yeah. And so it's super fun. And for the most part, you can say, oh, okay, so that's the name of the bar they went to when they were in Ibiza, Spain. And so I can look it up or, oh, okay, those are the islands. They flew into St. Martin. They went over to this cove. Um, You know, here's where they're docking their boat. Here's the marina. It's super fun, though. I like doing that on the map and then going, huh, you know what? We've been over there or we need to go check that out when we go to that part of the world. And for each season, which, again, is five or six weeks, they are home ported at the same marina. So you'll you'll see, you know, they probably do B-roll that like once and then use it for the whole season. If you do want to see this crazy show, again, it's on Bravo and it's on demand. Here is a tip. You don't have to start with season one. You do, however, want to start at the beginning of any given season. And I would even recommend if you're looking for something a little like tropical, then check out some of the Caribbean ones, which are going to be below deck. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in seeing some cool places around the Mediterranean, they go up and down the coast of, in one of them, up and down the coast of Croatia, which we love love those episodes. Or maybe they're over by Spain. If you want to do any of those, then check out the ones for the Mediterranean. And there's one other spinoff sister show we have not watched yet. And that is below deck sailing. And that's the Greek islands. So that would be pretty cool. Maybe yeah, we'll watch that next. Yeah, that would be pretty next. cool. Yeah. Now, if you are offended by bad language and drunken debauchery, a better option for you might be 
Rick Steves over on PBS. <laughs> or I actually was talking to um, <laughs> one of our listeners this week, James, and he was telling me that he goes, it's going to sound so crazy and so corny, but me and my wife, and my daughter, we like to watch the Hallmark movies. And he goes, they film in some really pretty places. And so what we like to do is, and I said, you go on to IMDb and see where they filmed it. He goes, yes, that's exactly what we do. And I said, it's so funny you mentioned that because that is what our show is about this week is armchair traveling. I mean, we talked about it on show number 27, if you want to have a little more detail of some other shows you could watch. But I thought it was so funny that he watches the Hallmark. So that's going to be the exact opposite of Below Deck. It is. And I will say you, you lose me when it's the Hallmark movies. However, I turned on the TV today and apparently you went to sleep last night watching a Hallmark movie. I did. Movie. I fell asleep on the couch it was watching on, Another Hallmark one was on today. I'm like, oh my gosh, this looks like the exact and same I think movie. You, I think they you were liking this. it. No, they. I was not. You know that. <laughs> they all look the same. Hometown girl comes back from the big city, meets local guy she didn't know when he lived there. They fall in love and they sing Christmas carols. There. There's the Hallmark Channel for you. No, because they had that exact plot and they did it for this, the downtown. It's their only plot. No, but they did one for downtown Denver, like Littleton. And I was like, I grew up in Littleton and I know exactly what street that is. And I thought that was kind of funny. So there you go. We don't have to go anywhere to travel to these places. You can just go check them out on maps and watch some Hallmark movies. Especially if you're into like some of the Canadian places. They're like up in like um, Vancouver. They do a lot of filming up there. Yeah, that is Hallmark Central. I know it is. So there you go. Enjoy some armchair traveling. And if you have a show that inspires you to travel or something, let us know. Hop on over to our social and be sure to share that because it is kind of fun. Yes. But check out Below Deck. It is, I would say at least watch the first episode because you'll either love it or hate it. Yeah. It's not like you're going to watch three or four episodes going, yeah, I'm not sure. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, or oh, get out of here. Yeah. If you're a family that, let's say you take a cruise each year or every other year, or maybe you were planning your first cruise in 2020, <laughs> sorry about that, but no doubt your trip was canceled. Yeah, sadly, we had to inform and let clients know the bad news all year long as the cruise industry continued and continues to push out the suspensions of cruises from the U.S. Currently, everything is still on pause until January 1st of 2021, but we don't know if that's going to stick. We hope it does. I know that some of the cruise lines are starting to do what they call some shakedown cruises mm -hmm. where they'll have you know volunteers. They can't be cruise employees, but They'll say, hey, you know what? We'll put you on a ship and help us test out some of the systems. They may say you might have to go to some extra drills. We might have to practice what it is to coordinate, different things like that just to get the systems down yep. so they can do it with actual people. And just because cruises are currently suspended doesn't mean you have to completely cancel or not go on a vacation because you actually you do have options. And if the cruise lines continue to have to be suspended, don't think that, oh man, we're not going to be able to take our vacation, you will have options. So right now we're recommending to anyone who has a cruise booked between now and the end of March. So between now and the first quarter, obviously we know you're not going to sail in 2020, but if you have a cruise on the books for the first quarter of 2021, make sure you have a backup plan. We cannot stress that enough. And the cool thing is, is you can go ahead and make those plans as your backup plan. Just make sure you understand any cancellation penalties for that backup trip. So hopefully you can find something where it is a 100% refundable, whether it's your deposit or you have to pay it in full, depending upon when you go. But find a backup and have that ready. That's what we're doing with our clients that have some cruises in that first quarter is we're saying, okay, we're hoping that you can go, but just in case, let's have a backup plan. Option one would be to just plan your backup cruise. So maybe you can't go in February and you push it back till June. If you took your future cruise credit, 
Instead of getting a full refund for a cruise that was canceled, be aware that you cannot get a cash refund at this point. So if that was your travel budget and it's tied up with the cruise lines at this point, accept it. Just know where you would move your cruise if you need a backup option. And I think this is a good strategy because here's what we have noticed is that most people, they don't have a backup plan in place. And so what happens is they're just like holding out and this has been happening all year long. And then when that cruise gets canceled, then they're going back to the drawing board on when they should go, what cruise, what do we want to try to do next? And it's like with almost a year's worth of canceled cruises for passengers and possibly even having limited capacity on ships in 2021, you know that inventory is going to be very low, but demand will be high. There's no doubt about that because a lot of people did take that future cruise option. A lot did. Because they got like a 20 or 25% bonus. Yep, or an extra onboard credit or and they something. they said, you know, we're going to spend the money anyway. I don't need it right now. Let's push it. And you know, a 25% bonus is actually really good. Yeah. I mean, that could be the difference of maybe your first cruise, you were going to be on an inside cabin and now you can get into an ocean view or maybe even a balcony. Not only is demand going to be very high, like you said, capacity is going to be reduced just like the theme parks. Yeah. That's what we're thinking is going to happen for sure. And we'll know we have kind of a, we have our ears to the ground. We, we do know a couple cruise line executives. So uh, as soon as we find something out, you will be the first to know. Yeah, if you can have that backup cruise ready to go as soon as yours is canceled, then you just be right on top of that and get it moved to the new one because the other people, they're going to be struggling with indecision. Okay, so when should we move it? So have your backup prepared for a future cruise. I think we'll know a lot the first week or so of December because I think by then they'll know, okay, we're doing shakedown cruises in December. Are we going to start doing cruises from the U.S. in January? I think we should know something. I certainly hope so. (laughs) Now, option two is if you have a cruise that is canceled or could be canceled, plan a land backup option. And right now, I really like this idea for cruises because the Caribbean is where most people are cruising in the winter months. And most of the Caribbean islands are reopened. And so some have restrictions. So some you do need to take a COVID test within a certain time frame. These are the places you're going to visit on your cruise anyway. So I think that doing a land vacation in the Caribbean is a super backup. The biggest difference is on a cruise, you go to multiple stops. For an island vacation, you're just going to go to one place and unpack your bags and stay at that resort and then decide if you're going to stay at an all-inclusive resort or do you want to go explore the island you're on and maybe some of the surrounding islands. I would say all-inclusive. Here's some tips and some ideas for the Caribbean if this is going to be your backup. If you love that everything is included on a cruise, like your food, your drinks, your entertainment, laying around by the pool, the shows, the spa with that added benefit of just being in warm weather and going to some nice beaches. Like I know a lot of people, when they go on a cruise, every excursion they do is just to go to the beach. And I mean, we live in Florida. So if that is you, I would definitely recommend an all-inclusive resort in the Caribbean. The easiest places to get to right now are Cancun, which would also be Riviera Maya, or in our case, the Yucatan Peninsula, we're going in a couple weeks, Uh, Punta Cana over in the Dominican Republic. Neither require a negative COVID test, and flights are generally pretty reasonable. I know that for our flight, we're just over $600 round trip Tampa to Cancun. That's direct flight. It's about average. It's about $325 a person. Now, the most exotic and intimate islands are in the Caribbean are going to be the southern ones. And Jamaica is also another really popular spot. And you do have some good airfares into Jamaica. And it's funny, we were just hanging out with our friend Chad from Sandals the other night, and we were talking about Sandals in Jamaica. They have like several resorts that are there. Just know like right now, not all the all-inclusives are 100% open. And so you want to make sure that you're booking the right one. Like for right now, Sandals in the Bahamas has not yet reopened. So you probably don't want to try and book that right now. 
So that's option number one for your backup and all inclusive in the Caribbean. Option number two is perfect for the person that, you know, you love cruising because you're the type that likes to go and explore the destinations. You love to go on those tours. You like to be super active. You love learning about the culture in the areas you visit. Maybe you do like the cooking classes. A great option for your family Maybe a location that offers lots of tours outside of your resort. And most of them do. Keep in mind, they're very limited. I was looking at you know, the website the other day. It's like, okay, we're not, we're not able to do this, this, and this. And that you'll know. Yeah, you'll front. know. Before you book it, you find these yeah, things out. Yeah, just don't out. think that, okay, everything's open and let's do it. One of the best places, as we just mentioned, Cancun, Riviera Maya. Uh, you can see uh, the ruins in Tulum. You can visit cenotes, which are kind of like a cave with a lot of water. It's not like a big lake. It's kind of in the middle of the jungle, and you can usually has crystal clear water. You can jump in. Don't go too deep, even though it's a cave. There are cooking classes, snorkeling, catamaran rides, cave exploring, and you can also see the sites in Cabo St. Lucas on the West Coast. Or if Jamaica is of interest to you, you could do the Jamaica bobsledding excursion. That's a thing. Um, or you can climb Dunn's River Falls. We did that. We have done that. Was that was fun. Yeah, that was interesting. The Dunn's River Falls. We did not do the no, Jamaican No, we did not do the Jamaican bobsledding, but I think that would be really fun. But yeah, there's, I mean, there's lots of different things you can do. If maybe exploring the island or other islands close by is something that is really interesting to you, you may want to try places like St. Kitts, St. Thomas, St. Martin, and even San Juan, where you can, you know, hop on a boat and head over and do a little island hopping. Not so much San Juan, but definitely those other ones. But San Juan also is a very good destination because it's a U.S. territory and you don't need a passport. If you want to get out of the country and you don't have a passport, go enjoy San Juan. There is so much to do there. Yeah, there's a huge variety. Another great destination would be maybe plan a trip to for your backup to Hawaii or Alaska. Those are both really big get out and explore destinations, not I would like sit to around do, at your resort. We've done Alaska only one time. We did that as a cruise. I would like to do it as a cruise tour where we take a train to the interior of Alaska and yeah. really see more. I love a train ride in Alaska. And the great news is all of those different places are going to offer a variety of accommodations to help with different budgets. It's really incredibly important right now to know what is open if you do choose to venture outside your resort. For example, the ruins in Tulum, Mexico, they're open, but with social distancing. And the tour companies there have told us, just confirm a month out because, and this is something I just can't believe, things can change. I know, that is like the travel phrase of the year. Things can change. That's why we encourage you to understand fully your cancellation policies with every aspect you book with your trip. And this is where a travel agent comes in handy because these are the things we look for. This is what we do for a living. This is what we get paid for. And after this year, I think that any um, solid travel agent has become an expert in all those cancellation and modifications for 2020 that we have had to work with. Yeah, if we get paid based on cancellations, we could retire right oh, now. Oh, I know. That would be fantastic. <laughs> but the airlines are the toughest with their policies because they have been changing constantly throughout the year. It started one way in March. And by now, it's like, I don't even know. It just, by when you purchase the ticket, that's when you check the cancellation policy because As it will have been different if you purchased it the week before in some cases. And right now, I love that JetBlue is acting like Southwest. You can change your flight for no fee. Just the difference in the fare. So they no, all are doing it. They're now. all doing no change yep. fees. Well, I was just looking at JetBlue. Yeah, you were just looking at JetBlue, but and I like JetBlue because it's direct. Southwest is Fort Lauderdale. American is Miami. So kudos to JetBlue for being smart enough to go. Hey, no one else is going direct to Cancun. Why don't we snag that route? Yeah, at least from our neck of the woods. That's for sure. Now, if you did have a cruise plan, you're probably wondering. Okay. 
These sound like great ideas, but what is the cost difference if we did move our, or, you know, like cancel the cruise or take our backup, get a refund, and then go to an all-inclusive? So we pulled some actual real-life examples to give you an idea, and they're actually, they're pretty similar. The first one we're going to mention is a cruise to the Western Caribbean, the Western Caribbean versus all-inclusive in Mexico, and we chose a seven-night cruise on Norwegian in a balcony, and that came in at just over 2800 or a seven-night all-inclusive to Club Med Yucatan, which is where we're going in a few weeks, and that is $2,468, so almost $400 less. Yeah, and that was for two adults and did not include airfare. But for in each yeah, case, one, yeah, yeah, you would different. you would have flown to get on the ship or you would fly into Cancun. If you're family traveling, so two adults, two kids, ages eight and five, and I chose this for the last week of January, so we could do the exact same dates. If you were on a seven-night Caribbean cruise on Royal Caribbean and you had a balcony with the kids sale free promo that's going on right now, that cruise would have been thirty about thirty-five hundred dollars, okay? Now, if you go to a seven-night all-inclusive and you go to Punacana, and in this case, I priced out Dreams Punacana, they also have a kids-free promo as well. That's why I chose to price that one out. And that is $2,800, just a little over $2,800, so not so bad. Or if you want to be a little fancier and take your kids to the Nickelodeon Hotel, that one would come in at starting at around $3,900. So very comparable to the cruise. Is this next one a typo? This next, no, this is, yeah, if this is, okay, let's say that you're, you have serious revenge travel right now and you're like, we're going to kick that cruise or to the Or serious divorce money. Yeah, or serious divorce money. And you want to go to Nickelodeon Hotel and take that little eight and five-year-old and stay in the Pineapple Villa. Yeah, you can do that. It is currently available. They have several of them um, to the tune of just $43,190.91. I hope that includes like a personal chef and all this other I thing. don't think I, it I, does. I mean, I just, I had to price it out. As long as I was there pricing things, I was like, I wonder how much, wonder how much that pineapple villa really is going. Is it on sale? <laughs> no, that is not a typo. The second option would be a trip to Hawaii. In this case, we chose a seven-night cruise in Hawaii. Now, this would be Norwegian. They're the only ones that cruise around the islands there. In this case, it is two adults in a balcony, and that is $78.40. One reason that seem, might seem very high is because in Hawaii, they have to use U.S. employees. Yeah, so it's a little different experience. And that price was an actual cruise that a client had booked, and then it got canceled. So using that money, if they still wanted to go to Hawaii, and let's say, because on the cruise, you're going to visit multiple stops. So I priced out going to both Oahu and Maui, which are two of the most popular islands, the hotel only would have come in around 3650 for just the hotel. So that still leaves you a pretty decent budget for food, drinks, entertainment, and tours. If it's two adults, and you're going to spend $4,200 that week for food, drinks, and entertainment, more power to you. I know you're having a great time. <laughs> Regardless, if you decide to postpone your cruise or replace it with another trip or just get one on the books, with all of these options, we recommend getting travel insurance through our partners over at Chubb Insurance. They are the best in the biz and the only company we recommend both to our clients and our travel agents. What I love about Chubb is they offer three simple policies to choose from. So you don't have this like 20 different options and they pay out their claims super, super quick. Their support is amazing before, during, and after your vacation. 
If you do travel a lot throughout the year, obviously you're throwing 2020 out the window. But if for 2021, you, let's say you're going to do a lot of business travel. Or you're going to take a lot of vacations or a lot because of vacations, you have a lot of yes. vacation time built up. There you go. <laughs> you can also purchase an annual policy with Chubb Insurance. If you are ready to rebook your cruise, or maybe instead of taking a cruise, you're thinking, you know what, that all-inclusive or somewhere else sounds of interest, let us know if we can help you or reach out to your Creating Magic Vacations travel agent for more information and the specials. There are a lot of specials that are going to come out because it is like the Black Friday month. It is. I'm and, seeing some specials And already. I'm starting to see some specials. I saw one just yesterday where it is $300 off in Punakana, plus that kids go free for certain resorts. I mean, there's a lot of specials out there. As always, thank you for tuning in this week. And remember, sharing is caring. Yes, if you are enjoying our episodes or get something fun or an idea, please share that. And if you do go and watch Blow Deck, I want to know who you are and if you like it. So go to our Instagram yeah, reach and out let us, us on know. Instagram. That's really where we spend a lot of our time is our Instagram account. Or if you have another guilty, sh- guilty pleasure show that you watch that has to do with travel, we would love to know about it. We're always looking for that next Below Deck experience. Our advice... It's time to get back to the vacation. The world is a book, and those who do not travel read only a page. And remember this, it's never too late to start exploring, even if it's been put on pause.